for the week of October 31st. It's Halloween. This is Mojo Weekly. I am John. They're here. It's Jash. All right, we're trying something new this week. We're doing this with new software, and we might even record video if this all works out. So bear with us. Might have some technical difficulties. In the meantime, here's your news, Josh. You ready for this? I'm so ready for this, dude. All right. So you a fan of Star Ocean at all? Um, I enjoyed the Super Nintendo one, the translated really groovy game with the yeah. with the super cool audio and the in the cutscenes and everything. Yeah, so the yeah. Only star, yeah, the only Star Ocean I ever played was the second one on PS1 and I really enjoyed it. But yep. there is a new Star Ocean game, Josh, coming oh to my. uh coming in 2022. It's called Star Ocean The Divine Force. Wow, sweet. This was announced during uh, Sony's State of Play live stream, which uh, there wasn't really much else uh, to talk about. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, Square Enix later confirmed that the Star Ocean, the Divine Force, is coming to PC, Xbox One, Series X, as well as the PS4 and 5. So it will feature a dual protagonist system, letting players experience the story from the perspective of Raymond. Uh, oh, Raymond. yeah, yeah. The, the hero named Raymond, wow. uh, a spaceship captain who wields a massive greatsword, and Leticia. She's the princess knight of a kingdom on an underdeveloped planet. I I like this, dude. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So other playable characters include the magical knight Albert, uh, along with you know some other fuckers. Who who knows? Who cares at this point? Right? Means nothing to anybody. But it will feature, according to Square. Uh, the fastest and strongest action of any game in the Star Ocean series. Big Pause. Does that yeah, mean? Does that mean it's going to be an action adventure? It's not going to be. It's going to be a hack and slash. It's not going to be turn based role playing. Certainly sounds that way. Way to fuck it, it up, Square Enix. It sure did not look like uh, a, a turn based. A Star game. Ocean game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. How do we get more people to watch, or how do we get more people to play Star Ocean? How about we make it a little less Star Ocean-y? Yeah, Square. (laughs) Exactly. Thanks, guys. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Players will be able to move around freely in three dimensions, Uh... uh, literally flying through and over battlefields with the aid of a jetpack-like device. So, yeah, when I was watching the trailer, it looked like they were flying around. It it looked a lot like Xenoblade Chronicles, in my opinion. Interesting. Um, and that's what they're going for. Yeah. This is the first mainline game in the Star Ocean franchise since 2016's Star Ocean Integrity and Faithlessness. Hmm. That's quite a, quite, a, quite a title there. Yeah, I don't recall PS3 that one. I don't PS3. recall that one doing all that well, but... <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, well, this yeah, is this so... is basically what happens when Xenogears and Zone of the Enders have a baby, and boom, yeah. out, out poops out a new Star Ocean game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, up next, uh, what about Pokemon Go? You a fan oh, of that? Pokemon Go? Sure. Uh, we now yeah. have Pikmin Bloom. Oh. It is a new augmented reality app from Nintendo and the Pokemon Go creator, Niantic. Mm. Uh, it's it's out, man. It's out in uh, Australia and Singapore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, probably out uh, here in the U.S. by the time this airs, but uh, it'll be on the App Store and the Google Play Store. Uh, and like Pokemon Go, you can download it for free. So here's what hmm. this one's all about. Uh, the app uses, you know, augmented reality 
to bring the Pikmin to life uh, during your daily walk. So it uh, aims to spice up banal commutes like going to the park or to the grocery store by allowing you to interact with your Pikmin. Uh, so you plant Pikmin, they grow automatically as you walk. Then you pluck them. The more you walk, the more the Pikmin, more Pikmin friends you find. Walking with your Pikmin also leaves a trail of blooming flowers and gives your Pikmin the chance to collect items. So there are no new Pikmin in this game, but Josh, you can bedazzle your Pikmin. You can uh, collect outfits and dress them up. Damn. Yeah. This is uh, Pikmin always kind of gave me a little eerie feeling, like they're nightmare fuel if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But there is definitely an audience for this, and I think this is kind of a cool idea. Um, for for about a minute, I played Pokemon Go, and I didn't hate it. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I know I know grown ass adults who still play Pokemon Go and love it. Oh yeah. But uh, anyway, so uh, you feed uh, you feed Pikmin flowers, or you feed it. You sorry, you pick. What's going on? I got the video going. I got this going. I'm you look very good, John. I want to say something real quick while we do have the video up and running right now. I want to say you look you look handsome, man. You look, you look great. Like this. Yeah, just just keep doing that. You look like you look like a strapping young lad who who's can't wait. <laughs> he can't wait to get his grubby little mitts on this Pikmin Bloom on his App Store game, cell yeah. phone, whatever console phone thing you have. So uh, Pikmin Bloom won't have you picking any teams. Uh, it's more collaborative than competitive. So throughout the mm. game, you plant gardens with others and take on challenges with players that help you all win rewards. Uh, a key part of the game will apparently be a journal that allows you to uh, reflect upon your day. So each day, the app will allow you to count your steps and will generate a journal entry that gives you the option to add photos and create a little entry. So, hmm. you know, I guess that's something. People that, like that this is... shit, man. People like this shit. I'll give it I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. All right. Last news of the week. Oh, my Slow gosh. Week. Yeah. Uh, we're not, M2. What, uh, oh, go ahead. Yes. I was, yes. was going to say, we're not, we're not going to talk about Chipotle, John. Chipotle. Yeah, I guess oh, on Wednesday, Chipotle decided, this is what my son told me. So I don't have any evidence. I don't have any real uh, real storyline backing here. I didn't look it up on a website, yeah. but during a drive tonight, I was hanging out with my son, my 13-year-old son, who's about to become 14-year-old, by the way. Um, he oh, told me that Chipotle, Chipotle crashed uh, Roblox servers this week. <laughs> I did hear about this. I did hear about it. <laughs> and they're, they're still down. Free burrito. They were giving away a free burrito on Roblox, right? They were giving away a free burrito to the first 30,000 people <laughs> that logged into this Chipotle area of Roblox. And uh, over 14 million people crashed the server trying to get that free burrito. I think it's flipping hilarious. I, I laughed I really it's hard. Awesome. It's been down for, I guess, 30 hours. So hopefully by the time this airs, um, it'll be be back up. But right it's on. pretty funny. So anyway... Our, our, okay, our real final news of the week uh, is M2, everybody's favorite uh, favorite game studio out of Japan these days. Absolutely. Uh, has, announced, has announced Hishu Sami 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 for PlayStation 4 and Switch as part of its M2 Shot Triggers Toa Plan Arcade Garage series. Ooh. It'll launch in spring 2022 in Japan. So as its title suggests, Hisho Sami 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 includes ports of the arcade versions of the 1987 released Toa Plan Shoot 'em Up Kishozame, known oh. as Sky Shark in North America. Excellent. I uh, I love it when a Toa Plan comes together. Yes. Hey yo, nailed it. Uh, <laughs> and also, 
1989 release sequel, Sami Sami Sami, also known as Fire Shark. Hmm. So uh, both will include the typical elements that come with M2's uh, M2's re-releases these days, like the gadgets on the side of the screens and uh, and a super easy mode for scrubs like me. Me too. Yeah. So that is it for our news, my friend. It is time for the new releases. Man, I'm hitting these. I'm hitting these bumpers like a professional DJ here. You're, you're, yeah. You got, you got it going on. You, you almost sound like you're ready for Z104. That's right. I'm getting cocky, and I'm just gonna fuck it up in like three minutes, uh, if that. So anyway, uh, let's see. Let's see what games Josh is not gonna buy this week. All right. Yeah. First up, unpacking for the Switch and PC. No idea. Hmm. You move into an apartment and you unpack. I don't know. Wow. Uh, World War Z for Switch. Bloodshore. This thing is coming out for everything except hmm. for Stadia, including like uh, this one's including mobile phones. It's coming out. Uh, Just Dance coming out for everything, including Stadia. Wait, wait, but not the Wii U. Yeah. Not the Wii U. Oh, how sad. The yeah, end of an era. Well, no, I think last year you and I were like, I can't believe it's not coming out for the Wii U. I know. And That's I think true. we were both like, end of an era. End of an era. Yeah, we did say that. I know that 2019 came out for the original Wii. Yeah. yeah. And the Wii U. So it was like, yeah. what? <laughs> uh, Binding of Isaac Repentance for the Xbox Series X and S. I, I don't get this game at all. People love it. I don't Yeah, think. same. It looks like a Flash game to me, and it, it's like, fucking, what is the appeal to this? But whatever. Anyway. Yep. Where Cards Fall on Switch and PC. Hmm. Uh, the Animal Crossing New Horizons Happy Home Paradise comes out. Uh, the, the DLC uh, comes out on Switch on November 5th uh, for people who either want to pay 25 bucks and get it or want to do the, uh, you know, Suckers Nintendo like Online. Who do the <laughs> Nintendo Online plus expansion pack? Yeah. Um, so there's that. Uh, Call of Duty Vanguard coming out for all the PlayStations, all the Xboxes, and PC. And then finally, Josh, I don't think I've hooked you in yet with any games. Sounds like you're kind of lukewarm. This one will do it though. This is it. Oh boy. Uh, coming out for the PC is Let's Build a Zoo. <sighs> yes, finally. This is what I've been Let's waiting for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Half a chub for that one. Sounds good. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. So, so we were talking about this before we started hitting record. It's time for Dale and his retro recap. Are we going to, should we turn off our cameras or do we want, like, if this video works out, do we want people to just sit here and watch us listen to Dale and his retro recap? Why don't we give them our reactions? Not that we have, we, need, we don't need to hear our voices, but why not our reactions? What if it's something that we're like, oh, what? That's a real thing? I like that. I like that idea. There we go. Um, I'm. I was gonna say I could. I could put up cards that say like you know, five stars or something. Or oh yeah, whatever. I like that one. Whatever. So anyway, here is Dale and his retro recap. What's up, Mojo Weekly listeners? This is Dale, and welcome back to another recap of the latest retro re-releases, remasters, and remakes. As always, credit for this goes to GSK from RetroNots.com and LimitedRunGames.com. Let's get to it. Starting off with our physical releases this week, we have Toa Plan Arcade Garage, Kyokyo Tiger Heli, exclusively in Japan for the PS4, and also that region digitally this week as well. It is the debut entry in this Toa Plan Arcade Garage, which is being brought to us by the uh, 
retro video game remasters at M2, and they kind of give their shot trigger gadget treatment to several different versions and ports of the helicopter shooter Tiger Heli, along with its sequel, Twin Cobra Keio Kyo Tiger, as well as a few bonus games. And as of now, they are exclusive to Japan. Next up is Mario Party Superstars for the Switch for $60, both physically and digitally this week. This collects five hand-picked boards from the N64 era and throws an online play for them all, and also collects 100 mini-games combined from the N64 and GameCube Mario Party games. The last physical release this week is Mushihima-sama for the Switch via Limited Run Games with various editions ranging from $40 to $105. After hitting digitally a few weeks ago on the Switch, it is releasing physically now with some interesting optional collector's bonuses, most prominently an arcade cabinet miniature version with a holder for the Joy-Con in order to play this cave shmup in Tate mode. Hitting digitally this week, we have the Arcade Archives release this week for Sky Kid for the Switch and PS4 for $8. And this is a horizontal shmup from Namco that first hit arcades in 1986. And to my knowledge, it is one of the very few shmups that scrolls to the left. If you happen to own the semi-recent Namkai Museum archives from a year or two back, the NES version is also on that compilation. A few games that released physically over the last few weeks from strictly limited games now have digital releases this week. We have... Uh, Abarenbo Tengu and Zombie Nation for the Switch and PC via Steam for $12. Cotton 100% hitting the PS4 and Switch for $15. And Panorama Cotton for the PS4 and Switch for $15. And to reiterate this week, uh, the Toa Plan Arcade Garage and Mario Party Superstars are hitting digitally this week also for the PS4 and Switch, respectively. The expansion pack update for the Nintendo Switch Online service hits this week, and that brings us the release of the N64 channel launch and the Genesis channel launch, and the N64 channel is launching with Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Mario Tennis, Dr. Mario 64, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Star Fox 64, Yoshi's Story, Sin and Punishment, and the acclaimed cover base shooter Winback. For the Genesis channel, we have Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Streets of Rage 2, Gunstar Heroes, Shinobi 3, Fantasy Star 4, Shining Force, Rystar, Golden Axe, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Mean Machine, Echo the Dolphin, Strider, Contra Hardcore, Castlevania Bloodlines, and Musha. And the theme music you're hearing right now is from Winback. Before you plunk down the upgrade charge to the expansion pack pass, however, be forewarned that it's being reported by many that the N64 emulation is plagued with issues like input lag, lack of controller pack support, uncustomizable button mappings, and questionable quality of visuals compared to the original N64 source. According to GSK, the Genesis emulation is A-OK -okay, though. A couple other random tidbits to wrap up. There is the Sega Channel Revival multi-game hack by Billy Time. It's linked in the forum show notes for this off uh, on the Mojo Menace forums or on the Retronauts retro listing as well, which puts the Sega Channel interface hack where you can customize it with any of your emulated Genesis games to bring you the feelings of 1994 to 1998 on the Sega Channel again. Alright, that wraps it up for this week. I'll be back next week live with John at the Midwest Gaming Classic.
Back to you, John and Jash. Kyo, uh, Kyo Kyo Tiger is badass. If you couldn't yeah, tell what I wrote on my thing, that's pretty cool. That was <laughs> that was good. That was um he's he is uh much much better at reading through the new releases than than you are. Sorry, but I mean, come on. I was I was it was gripping. I didn't I didn't black out once. <laughs> <laughs> you were you were riveted the whole way through. The whole way through. The whole way through. All right. All right, man. I'll 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 try I'll, I'll try to take that more as a compliment <laughs> to Dale than an insult to me. Yes, let's go with that. Your, man, cool. It's it's exciting. That? Yeah, absolutely. That's exciting that you guys are gonna be hanging out at MGC. That's hella that's hella yeah. cool. Yeah, man. I uh, I'm pumped for it. Uh, but now, my friend, it is time for our game spotlight. And surprise, Josh, uh, we surprise. are talking. We are talking about Psychonauts two. Wow, really? Yeah, right. We okay. are. All right. Um, which I played uh, on the Xbox Series X uh, via Game Pass. So, nice. Very cool. And uh, that is very cool because I, I don't use my Game Pass subscription nearly as much as I should. It is an sure. awesome, awesome subscription. And uh, and and uh, I love it. I love Psychonauts 2. Um, really? This might be my game of the year wow and, holy uh, shit for real yeah yeah for real uh and this is coming from someone who's in the middle of playing metroid dread you know um i really mm. really love this game so uh let's talk about it it is a platformer it is a freaking crazy psychedelic platformer um the question comes up often do i need to have played psychonauts one and uh psychonauts the the vr game uh whatever that thing was called i forget sure um the answer is mm, mm. like i mean you might get a little more enjoyment out of it if you do if you're fully caught up on the story but at the beginning of this game uh at the beginning of psychonauts 2 they give you a very in-depth recap of you okay know, where where we last saw our heroes uh and and uh and the characters and they get you up to speed really nicely. They introduce you to all the characters, the main character, everything. And uh, so I felt like, you know, it had been, I don't know, when did the original Psychonauts come out? Like fucking 10, 15 years ago? Well, that was, um, was that original Xbox? Yeah, yeah, it was PS2, yeah. Xbox, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm <laughs> you, you might be, years. you might be 15 to 20 years late, ago. Man. Yeah, yeah, totally. And And I never finished that game. I got pretty far into it, but man, there were some levels on it that just, you know yeah made me tap out um but uh but so i don't remember much about it um this so you know it was good enough for me this recap i was like oh sure yeah, i kind of vaguely remember this i kind of get what's going on now and then they drop you into the psychonauts like academy hmm. where uh where your your protagonist your hero rasputin or raz um is uh is dropped off and he believes that he is now going to be a psychonaut. Well, he finds out actually he's just an intern. So uh, <laughs> he goes to the psychonauts headquarters 
and um, starts his adventure. And of course, immediately things start going awry and mystery starts happening. So Psychonauts, uh, like I said, platformer, but a platformer unlike anything you've ever really played. There, uh, There is so much creativity in this game, Josh. Every level is just bursting with ideas. And sometimes hmm. I will say it feels a little overstuffed. You know, like I'm like, okay, they're just throwing everything at the wall here. You know, there's like just so much shit going on. Yeah, um, but but I can't really fault them for it because most of the time it they stick the landing, you know, um, and when they don't, I'm like still pretty damn cool. You know, the levels where I'm like, OK, that was a little clunky or maybe they could have paired back, paired this back a little bit. Still pretty damn cool. That's um, awesome, dude. There is a level in this game. It's a trippy ass psychedelic uh, level or it's actually like a series of levels. It's kind of like a mini world that you go into. Uh, that takes place you know, all this stuff takes place in people's minds basically so it's all mm-hmm. fucking trippy and weird but there's this one level uh later on um that takes place kind of it, it revolves around a band and in a concert and like hmm. um like a like a well, you know the, like the concert like a festival concert kind of vibe right okay. and then you're going into each of the band members minds or memories or whatever and you're playing these these um platforming levels and it is maybe the greatest level i've ever played in a platformer in my life no way um it did the music the visuals uh just the creativity of it all uh the whole vibe of it i i didn't want it to end and when that level was over i was like i, I wish i could i want to go back right now and replay I, it again it's, i feel like i need to experience this man you do man you really do i can't okay. recommend this enough um i know that um the the beginning of the game uh, takes a little while to get going. Like it doesn't impress really that much at, at the outset. So the game's probably about 15 ish hours long, maybe a little okay. longer um, if you piss around a bit. But uh, I would say the first couple hours you're like, okay, ho-hum. It's a platformer, you know? Sure. Uh, and, and, you know, it's like, I get it. It's, it's nothing special, but it's cool. But you know, it's not gonna, it's not gonna stick with me. Um, the moment you get out of the, the psychonauts headquarters and start exploring the areas around the psychonauts headquarters that's when the game opens up and that's when i'm like this is amazing this is unlike any platformer i've ever played that's Um, so cool okay it's one of the it's one of the best 2d platformers i've ever played um and uh you know it 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 is a little clunky wait 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 wait, wait. you just said 2d platformer or 3d sorry 3d okay holy shit yeah sorry yeah sorry um no um, it is a little clunky in spots. Uh, the the little weapon wheel like interface that they have, they really should have just ripped off Ratchet and Clank because it's hmm. like they wanted to do what Ratchet and Clank does, but they just didn't do it. And I'm like, hmm. why didn't you just steal it? I mean, you're kind of going after the same principle anyway. Just yeah. take, just just lift it, <laughs> you know. So yeah. instead, like you have to like push the D button or one of the D buttons and like. You know, it's it's a it's a whole clunky thing that that hmm. after a while you get used to because you've done it a thousand times. But for yeah, a while you're like Jesus, this is tedious, you know. Huh. Um, and some of the story beats get a little convoluted, but it all comes together really nicely in the end. It's a really really good story of a game too. So Dude, that's um, so cool. Nice. I can't I can't recommend it enough. I'm I'm pretty sure unless just something comes out of nowhere and blows me away, this is going to be my game of the year. Wow, um, it's wonderful, and it's on Game Pass. Uh, but it's also if you're a, if you're a PlayStation uh, player, it's also a, a, on on PlayStation. 
um, so you can get it there uh, for a price. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I love it, dude. I fucking love it. That's so. where uh, that's where I'm at. I think uh, I think I could grab that as a holiday gift for uh, PS5 or PS5 yeah. family. Yeah, Very man, cool. I love it. So, uh, are you ready for the last question? Oh my goodness! Yeah, I guess I am ready for this last question. All right, here it is. What is the best 3D platformer you've ever played, Josh? Um. Wow. Uh, Jesus, the best. Yeah. Um, Bubsy 3D? No, um, <laughs> kidding. Uh, I, I, you know, this is going to sound crazy, but I don't know if I'm like the best person to ask about this. I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's ever been one that's been better than Super Mario 64. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, really, I just think about that. I'm, I'm thinking about every single one. Uh, Mario Sunshine wasn't better. Uh, Galaxy may be a more polished game, but I don't know if it's better. Like, I don't think anything will ever top those first experiences playing Super Mario 64 when you're, when you were like, literally look at it and say, this is fucking changing all of gaming. Like, this one yeah, game yeah. Is, is how all platformers should be made from now on. And, of course, no one really can match that. Uh, Mario Odyssey is fine, but nah. Then <laughs> is it stupid? I just keep saying Mario games. I mean, Psychonauts is good. I liked, um, God, I liked the the Munchies Odyssey, the Oddworld game for the original Xbox. That was a good platformer. Um, Conkers. I, I think Mario sixty four. I'm just going to stick with Mario sixty four. That was my gut instinct, so I'm, right. so, I'm sticking with Fair that. Fair enough. I mean, the that first was, one. That was <laughs> the, the first granddaddy, one. man. Yeah, that was, it that is. was the granddaddy, you know. They kind it of nailed is. it right out of the gate. It's hard to go back to these days, at least for me. Um, uh, yeah. But, uh, but at the time, at the time, it was it was it was life changing for me. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, boy, this is tough. Um, I am a big fan of the Sly Cooper games. I oh yeah, those are them. good too. I I love them. I love the vibe of them. They play perfectly. Um, so I, I would, I would just say maybe one of those is probably my favorite, but, uh, the Astrobot VR game mm. out, uh, for PlayStation VR a couple of years ago was another one of those Mario 64 like experiences where I'm like, this is incredible. I've never played, mm. I've never had an experience like this in a video game where it's really, yeah. I mean, if I, if I, if, if not for the VR experience, it would have just been kind of a pretty average uh, 3d platformer okay fun one but more more average but man with the vr with the added inner or like like yeah experience of the vr it really was a game changer for me you know in, in vr something i completely forgot about this would be an honorable mention for me would be moss on oculus because oh, holy yeah. fuck is that good same I, thing I another one that's just it. like yeah i don't think it really introduces anything new and except for the fact that you're the camera and you can literally walk around this area and be like oh shit there's a treasure chest back here i didn't even see it walk around and yeah i like that a lot moss is fantastic nice i i need to play it i own it i haven't played it i got it's it beautiful. on like a super huge discount or something so yeah and i heard there's a sequel coming eventually so there is mm. all right man so that's it that's it for this week i hope this thing works i hope we just didn't sit here and record for a fucking half hour with you know <laughs> for no reason. i'm sure it worked i'm sure it worked just fine 
but we'll see. We'll find out as soon as I hit the stop button. Anyway, in the meantime, if you want to find more of our stuff, you can go to mojomenace.com where we have forums, mojomenace.com slash forums. The top right of that screen, you will find a link to our Discord chat, and there's always something going on on our Discord chat. Uh, YouTube.com slash mojomenace, twitch.tv slash mojomenace on all the social medias. You can find us at Mojo Menace. So, Josh, where can they find you? Well, I'm also on Twitch. You can find me uh, at Joshua Turbo on the Twitchverse. And uh, if you're a follower of mine or if you want to become a follower of mine, get your 3D glasses ready. That's all I'm saying. We're going 3D. And if you want to continue the conversation with me about all these cool-ass things, including moss on the oculus rift or or on psvr um you can always follow me at underscore joshua turbo don't forget the underscores it is the most important underscore in all the internet that's it for this week we will well i guess i'll be with dale next week live from yeah classic holy shit i get a week off you do and then you and i will be back in a couple weeks uh awesome all right (laughs) anyway see you next week bye bye tacos eat the tacos come eat them up eat the tacos come eat you son of a bitch